0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Wednesday the 1st of September and thanks for joining me, Simon Calder, for the latest on travel and destinations from The Green List and the Travel Desk of The Independent. Today, is your journey to Devon or Cornwall by rail really necessary? What could happen to Turkey at the next Red List review? And does your middle name have any significance in travel? Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email, which you can sign up for at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. You might have heard... Tuesday's podcast, which came from a crowded and chaotic and confused platform at Taunton in Somerset, waiting for a delayed train to London. Well, there have been many of those vast disruptions since Monday when a Tesco lorry got jammed beneath the main rail line that links Cornwall and Devon with London and the rest of the UK. Normally, when there is a bridge strike, what happens is this. The authorities in the shape of Network Rail check it before they will allow trains to run over it. Once they are happy that it is structurally sound, they will give the go-ahead. And there are about five of these a day, remarkably. Well, on this occasion, I'm afraid, there was sustained damage. And so, Network Rail tells me that the disruption because of this, is going to continue for the rest of the week. There's only one train an hour between Plymouth and Exeter. Normally, there's three or four. And therefore, you can expect, well, large numbers of people on the few trains that do run and slow journeys. Only travel if your journey is essential, warns the main train operator, Great Western. I've also been trying to find out who pays for all this because Network Rail is going to have to hand over a large amount of cash. That's yours and mine as taxpayers to GWR and to other train operators to compensate them for well, the lack of ticket revenue and also the compensation they are having to pay to people because it is they are getting there so late. And so where does Network Rail get that money from? Well, that's what I'm trying to establish. I imagine that they will be in touch with the lorry insurers. But this is a claim which is most certainly going to run into millions of pounds. Who knows? Meanwhile, as always, check before you travel. Hope for the best and be prepared for delays and disruption. Hoping for the best is all that anybody trying to get to or more particularly from Turkey for the past 16 weeks has been able to do. Because that's how long it's been since the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, put Turkey on the red list. The highest risk category, which means that anybody coming into the UK must spend around £2,000 on hotel quarantine. There's been great unhappiness about this rating because, well, apart from, of course, upsetting the travel plans for hundreds of thousands of people, including many people who who own property in Turkey. There's also doing terrible damage to family relationships. Um, There's a lot of, uh, of, of connections between Turkey and the UK, And people simply haven't been travelling or they've been doing weird things like quarantining for 10 days to launder their red list status in Bulgaria. Perfectly legal, but a bit of a faff. The Department for Transport says absolutely there is a high risk from arrivals to the UK from Turkey due to the ongoing detection of variants of concern in the country. But a couple of data experts that I've spoken to say, actually, it's not like that at all. And Tim White, who tweets us at TWMC Limited, uh, says it's been borderline red amber for the last two reviews. I think they have made great strides and it should be removed from the red list at the next review, which, uh, just as a reminder, is likely to happen on the 15th or the 16th of September. Ben McCluskey, who tweets us at Ben, he says, little justification for Turkey remaining on the green list. Um, There are countries with significantly higher new case incidences, such as France or Greece. And he adds that the global initiative of on sharing all influenza data, known as GISAID or GISAID, um, is compiling data on variants of concern, and Turkey is sending lots of stuff there. We won't know, of course, for a uh, couple of weeks what has happened, but if anything does happen and Turkey gets moved to the amber list, then unfortunately unvaccinated travellers, or indeed those whose vaccinations have been administered in turkey will find that they are not recognized and they will need to self-isolate for 10 days and take a pcr test and that's in addition of course to the tests you need before you leave the country in order to come to the uk and a pcr test after arrival i get lots of messages from lots of people and thank you for them here's one which says help my passport This has my full name, including my middle name, but my uh, NHS COVID pass doesn't have my middle name. Is that a problem? No, absolutely not. What people will be looking for is first name, last name, date of birth. That is generally a perfectly good way to assess that you are who you say you are and that uh, you've got your own jabs and not somebody else's. Middle names in travel are frankly more trouble than they are worth. You might love or you might hate your middle name, but please, when you are, for example, booking airline tickets, please don't give it. It only confuses things. There are some online travel agents who, before the coronavirus pandemic, I was fairly sure, were actually deliberately making life tricky, asking for middle names when they certainly weren't necessary for airline flights. And then when people inevitably made mistakes, charging an absolute fortune to put them right. Just leave your middle name out of it. There will be some occasions when you're filling in an official form at a border where you need to match your passport, but otherwise just go first name and last name. That will be quite sufficient. Well, that's quite sufficient for now. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Follow that up with forward slash newsletters to subscribe to my weekly travel email, which will be coming out on Friday morning. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow.